So I wanted to know from you guys, what are they putting in the water in Texas? Because I feel like every metal band is coming out of there. I thought either Tom Mariah moved there a couple years mm -hmm, ago from mm -hmm. Slayer. I wasn't sure if that's what started it off or what, but it seems like... You know, Texas is like the hotbed for I music find, right I now. I find that they, this happens in multiple scenes when there's something going on when one comes out, then they start looking at, you know, that get, that puts a bit of a spotlight yeah. on the scene. You know, it happened with All That Remains, Kill Switch Engage, Shadows Fall, right, all came right. out of the Northeast. You know, Acacia Strain, uh, Bury Your Dead, Between the Buried and Me, all those bands, you know, and it, it just, it cultivates. It happened in Virginia, Lamb of God, boom. Then there's, uh, you know, Darkest Hour. You know, all those bands are coming out of the Richmond scene. Ohio, Devil Was Prada, then boom, Miss May I, and all these metalcore bands. Now, I guess Texas is the new hotbed, man. And pumping out a ton of bands. It's insane. You know, I heard one asked one band that, and they said it's because you really have to earn your keep out there in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to play live, and you have to be good, because if it's not, huge, there's a million man. other bands it's out huge, there. especially in Austin, where it's so competitive, because there is a metal scene, there is a hardcore scene, but it's uh, overshadowed by the indie, the folk, you know, what Austin is really known for. You know, we've got uh, local promoters out there that'll throw really good festivals and put on uh, Anthrax and Kill Switch Engage and Fire From The Gods will play, but it will, it doesn't stand up at all against ACL or any of those bigger, you know, South, fun, by. Fun, South by, you know, even, I mean, South by is great because at least it, it, it cultivates the local arts and there's more of just one thing. Right. But, you know, and there's the technology aspect of it as well. But uh, a lot of it, you know, is really, um, you just got to fight for, 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 your, for your space and your career. Especially when it comes to the metal stuff and the yeah. hardcore. And how are you guys feeling now? Warp Tour done? Kind of is a, it relief? A weight over my shoulders, man. <laughs> it is. It's a weight off, but it, it's weird too because we've gotten into such a crazy good routine every day. You know, you but wake how up. Can and you, you with stick it being so it. different? It's different, but you have like a set thing. You know, I, I wake up, go set up the stage, set up the gear, and and you know you're ready to go. So then you just wait until they give you the time, and you go for it. Feels like boot camp looking from the yeah. outside, like I mean, a little uh, bit. Yeah, yeah. It's a but different you know set. It's it's it, it might seem regimented, but it's still really cool because a lot of people you develop these friendships on the road with bands that you haven't seen before yeah. and people that you don't know, and then you have your buddies that you do know, like the bands that you've toured with before, and so you get that. It's, you're insulated from it all. You know, it, the dynamic changes when you go from the fan to the performer on right. Warped Tour. So it, it's really cool, man. Who, who do you guys think you've caught the most this whole summer out here? Has there been one band that you're like, I gotta see every night uh, or every day? Or? We've, we've caught Valley and Thor a lot because they're the, the stage homies, uh, sick of it all. You know, a lot of yeah. the, the bands that are on our stage. Other than that, I'd say... Man, I've watched Amir quite a few times. Yeah. I've watched... Um, Siler. I've watched Siler. I love those dudes, man. I've watched, Yeah, I've probably watched Siler more than anybody. Awesome. But I love Candiria, man. I love yeah, all this. You know, we shared a bus with Candiria, man, and that was just surreal. When is that know? tour going to happen, dude? You yeah, guys in right? Candiria? Nah, like, probably. Maybe throw kill switch on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. You really do it all, man. Sing, scream, rap. I mean, have you tried yodeling? Is there going to be some yodeling yeah, on the next record? Dude, I have. And you know what? It's not on the record, but I did do it when I was in Sweden one time. And this dude was just like, no, this is how you do it. And he killed it. I was like, that's nothing. That's something I'll never be able to do with my voice. <laughs> you can't even fathom. Those guys are like aliens, man, how the way they do that. Did you get the, the training or did you just wake uh, up? You know what, day? man? 
I've, I've been doing it for a while and I just I've done so many different bands and I've been in so many different types of projects all surrounding like metal and stuff and so it just kind of helped my development as a vocalist but when I joined Fire From The Gods and one of the main reasons I joined the band was because the guys when we first spoke it seemed like this is a, a band that I could be able to express myself finally yeah. and when we wrote the record I found out so much more about myself as a vocalist because I'd never you know done clean vocals in, in or sang in a band before you know I'd always just scream and you know rapped a little bit but done mostly like hardcore stuff and but I knew I was like I want to sing in this band I want to really showcase the fact that I can and express myself that yeah. way and um, it, it happened it happened really naturally and organically how long have you been singing I mean were you like uh, yeah, I, I mean, choir I grew up, or like yeah 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 I grew up in, in, in music you know my, my dad was a reggae producer so I grew up around like artists like Barrington Levy I grew up around artists like Capleton phenomenal singers and you know obviously the, the, you know I went to church and stuff with my mom and then learned how to sing there but it was always this attraction to the more extreme forms of music that pulled me yeah so uh that's kind of where you know the screaming came and it was like that's what i want to do i i saw bands like sick of it all back in like 2001 and stuff in cbs and i was like that's what i want to do how about for you man um when did, when, when did you want to start playing when, I, when did I want to start playing? Yeah, like a like cube. I've been playing guitar since I was six, and then my friend sold me his drum set because he got bored with it, and that was kind of game over. I mean, <laughs> the, the drums were just... It was just the one thing I'd get home from school, and it's just immediately sit down and try and learn it, and I just I just jam Rage Against the Machine and, oh, yeah, and play it until album. I got it. You yeah, know, I would yeah, skip yeah. certain parts that I didn't know, but it just kind of fell into place, and... Uh, so now for drums it's been like 12 years I feel you man that's, that's what I was doing the same thing sitting in my garage headphones on yeah play and rewind on the cassette trying yep. to learn all the parts to bomb track and everything exactly. else yeah so I, I love that man yeah. and um also, too, being from, from Texas, is it Cowboys? Are we looking forward to the season here? Oh, well, we're man. We're actually the two yeah, non-Texans. We, we're the non-Texans, <laughs> so we, are, we like soccer, but yeah. Drew, our guitar player, uh, loves the Cowboys. He's wearing it in the video, right? Yeah, he's, he's got out. a shrine. I'm embarrassed his ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, <"Boop." laughs> uh, he's got a shrine to the Cowboys yeah. and, like, Troy Aikman in his house. It, it, it's pretty It's pretty weird. It's like a so pair of like, cowboy boxes. He worships like, at the Troy Aikman altar then. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a big cowboy fan. <laughs> and, our, and our old homie that used to be in the band is a massive cowboy fan. The Shattered Sun guys are huge yeah. cowboy fans. So I thought it was like a, a law, like being yeah, 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 in yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't, can't tell people, like, yeah. during the playoffs and, like, that Green Bay game is like, mm, yeah. Yeah, you got to keep your mouth now, shut. So it's, it's like, you know, you got the Texans. Texans, yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's very touchy. But. So you guys are the soccer fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm from Germany. and, and I lived in England for as a, as a kid. Man, so we all we're all big, about the football, football. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That football, the cooking yeah, football, not yeah, not yeah, the American yeah. football. Yeah. And you're a big gamer too, right? Uh, somewhat, man. We play FIFA a lot. That's that's mainly <laughs> that's yeah, the game. Call of Duty, but yeah. I love Battlefield. I like Tom Clancy games. Yeah. So um, I don't really get down with like Destiny or any of that kind of stuff. No World of Warcraft no or anything World like Warcraft. that. So I'm not that much, but it's like FIFA. I'm addicted to, and Battlefield is 
it just changed my world. Awesome, man. And speaking of uh, music, and we, the, we have the narrative, and then the yes. narrative retold. How yes. cool is that? You get to kind of put out a, a second album, same release, kind of, but yeah. some extra tunes. Talk about that. Whole. Man, you know, um, our uh, our label, uh, well, our management, excuse me, came to us and was like, man, Jade, Jonathan Davis wants to work with you guys. I'm like, what? So we came out here to Baco, Bakersfield. Yeah. Uh, went to the studio, spent about five days with him. We had three songs we wanted to do, but we didn't have enough time to really complete the other one. So we ended up doing two songs, and the label's like, well, instead of putting them out as singles, why don't we re-release the record? And then, I know you guys have been doing uh, the Excuse Me Acoustic as well. So they were like, you know, why don't you throw that on there? And we were like, oh, but we gave it, we gave it a try and reimagined the song, and we loved the way it came out, and then we threw it on the record. So it was like, we released it. We got uh, the, those uh, the Danny Wimmerfest coming up, the uh, Rock and Range, and the uh, Carolina Rebellion stuff. So it was like, you know, we got a bunch of stuff happening, including Warped. Why not just re-release the music and uh, you know open up the world a little bit more to the narrative and, and fire from the gods and then give them a couple more songs? Why not? What, did, what was your biggest takeaway from spending time with Mr. Jonathan Davis? Man, it's, you know people get cliche and they say surreal a lot when you get in this, this sort of situation where it's like mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm doing this, but um, I think besides that he was so it was very just like about us man and, and about the family aspect and about hanging out very with, welcoming with very yeah. welcoming very inviting and that took that that feeling away of, of right like, I mean if oh you're being God, nervous or yeah well, you're shocked you be with JD but he's just another dude hanging out man he stayed up with us till 2am every day just talking chit chatting about the business man we learned a lot again that, that that was another plateau for me to reach as a vocalist and, and he helped change that within a short span of time you know yeah. I got his tapes he gave me some tapes that he uses for his warm-ups and stuff changed the game right? and I imagine going to like Bakersfield and rather than like going to LA or something yeah. less intimidating yeah, or yeah. being in exactly in his his home studio or With whatever his kids and everybody yeah so he does that that's where it is in Bakersfield up there it is in Bakersfield man awesome like, so you got the festival dates is there any other tours coming up or uh, we've got POD LNL Farm and Power Flow oh okay on the east coast and midwest yeah and they just did the west yeah, coast yeah just did exactly so we, because we were on warped we couldn't do that bit so we're just jumping on the last bit of that tour that'll be a fun one yeah so stoked for it man yeah. wanted to talk a little bit just us all being rock fans and talk about those bands that we like and and maybe some of our favorite songs from those bands and sure. start with probably the biggest metal band Metallica what was your guys kind of entry point to Metallica um for me, it was Master of Puppets, probably Same. also one of the only records that I jammed a lot of of Metallica. There was so so much other metal and, and like really cool metalcore at the time that was just more of what I was into, so I got drawn into that. But uh, yeah, Master of Puppets was certainly one of those records that you just sit there and listen and like yeah, all the I think parts that and flawless the counting and stuff. It was really cool, yeah. It was in high school for me. Like, all the kids were, like, Metallica fans, but I was kind of, like, more of a punk rock, hardcore kid, and I was really into, like, Rage Against the Machine and Slipknot. But I was like, all right, Metallica. And then you give it a listen, and you're like, damn, this is actually really good. But, uh, man, so what was one, it for you? dude, just one. one. And I heard Master of Puppets first, and that was, like, what they won that everyone played, that, 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 you know, and then Fade to Black, and, and you know, and then, then I heard one, and I was just like, whoa. And then you heard battery. It's like, whoa, this is aggro as hell, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is good stuff. So, yeah, it was like Master and then 
just uh, subsequently got deeper and deeper into Metallica. Last one then. Uh, so we have Metallica, the big four, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm working on the next one, and I've come up with the Flannel Five. Ah. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Nirvana. Stone Temple Pilots, okay. Soundgarden, uh, Alice. and Alice. Okay. So give me your pick and, and why. Out of those? Out of those five. For uh, me, 100% Nirvana. Okay. I was, why? Uh, Kurt Cobain, to me, was just... I was a kid and watching him, and that was, for me, like a big reason that I wanted to to play shows and and get out there and write music so honestly the unplugged album and they did a cover called lake of fire and yeah. that was my hit for so long like i just same thing the drummer, you like the acoustic like yeah the it was just and, it was uh, easy to pick up because it's a songwriter man so i know that's probably just digging that you know, yeah it was it was just so inspiring to you know he, he's just a very creative mind and that was inspiring to me how about for you aj Flannel Five, give me your pick. Lane, come on, man. Allison hey, Chains, brother. Hey, hey. That voice, the emotion, the the state of mind it put you in. Allison Chains is one of my favorite bands. So that, that's my pick yeah. too. From them, just Rooster, dude. Just yeah. that's a good one. Just um, just did it for me, brother. But yeah, man. Touch your soul. Yeah. yeah. I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> get star. But yeah, man. So uh, yeah, Allison Chains, man. Cool.